Welcome back to What's On Your Mind. I'm Dr. Gene Bresson. And I'm Dr. Steve Schlossman. And we're child psychiatrists at the Clay Center for Young Healthy Minds at the Massachusetts General Hospital. Here's what we'll talk about today. Today we're going to talk about kids moving back home, which is a really big issue in these economic times. Yeah, it's a new issue. Let me, let me just give you some statistics. In 1980, 1 in 10 postgraduates moved back home. Now what are the numbers? 4 in 10. 40% wow. moved back after graduation. This was a recent survey of college seniors, and it found that 85% expect to move back after graduation. They're already planning on it. Wow. Did you see the movie Step Brothers? Because what made that movie fun was exactly this concept. The idea that you've got two men, 35, 40 years old, acting like they're 12 years old. That's why we laughed at that movie, but movies always reflect what's going on in our culture. But, you know, as much as I love that movie, kids now are more stressed out than they are before because they worry about their expenses. They worry about getting jobs. They worry about how many... You know, I know kids who've had to apply for 200 jobs, and maybe they'll get some responses. You know... How do we get them to move on? It's a super important point. The world today is not what the world was in 1980. So even though these numbers are a little bit staggering, we know, you and I have both seen these kids who have a very hard time finding work, even though they've done what was expected of them. They've gone to school. They've gotten the grades. The jobs just aren't there. The finances are just too difficult. On the flip side, we do have some kids who feel sort of entitled, feel like they should be able to come back home and live like they did when they were 12. What would you say about those kids? Well, sometimes those kids regress. I mean, it's really weird. You know, they're, they're used to living on their own. They're used to kind of coming and going when they want. And now all of a sudden, uh, they have a curfew. Parents worry. I know I, when, my, when my daughter came home, I never used to worry about where she was at 2 o'clock in the morning. And now if she wasn't home at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'd be texting her. So, you know, they regress, and parents also regress, which is a really kind of interesting phenomenon. Yeah, I was just going to say that. So in some ways, if the kids start acting like teenagers, the parents start acting like parents of teenagers. But from that, we can figure out what to do about it. So what would parents do? Well, first of all, you know, what we try to do is we try to have, like, candid conversations with them. Like, what do you want to do? How are you going to do it? But in my experience, not that many kids want to hear from us because they're used to doing things on their own. But I think that, you know, for parents, there's a huge burden. I mean, for one thing, you know, most of us have increased expenses. I mean, life is harder for us. Uh, we're making less money, some of us. Uh, we've got more expenses. You know, when you have a, a, you know, a kid at home, it costs more. The, the family dynamics change. I mean, I, I was used to living my own life, and then all of a sudden the kids come back, and it's like uh, it's back to high school days again. You know, there's, uh, there's also questions about, you know, retirement. I mean, we're at the age where we're trying to put our money away and save it for hopefully some kind of a new life. And now we've got to pay for our kids again, like their health insurance and other things. It always strikes me as an interesting conversation because I have littler kids. So I get sad when I think about them leaving for college. Then I talk to parents like you who say, well, but when my kid comes back, I was used to going to see a movie whenever I wanted. I got used to what it was like before I had the kids. So I think what we have to do here is sit down and have the parents and the kids talk. The things that kids need to talk about is career frustration. We need to be really honest with them about this. We need to let them tell us how hard it is. It's not like they're just sitting at home like they do in Step Brothers. They're out there. They're looking for work. That work just isn't there. I mean, that's what the numbers are showing. Yep. 
And from that, they get a lot of psychological distress. They feel bad about themselves. I mean, a lot of self-esteem comes from your job. It's how I feel good about my day a lot of the time. You can't find work. It's hard to have that self-esteem there. From that, they get into debt. They don't have any money to spend. They can't go out and see a movie. They also lose privacy exactly at the age when they're becoming independent. So you come home from college where you've been relatively independent, and suddenly your parents know when you're coming and going. That's why the parents and the kids both regress. We've got to get beyond that in order to help with this tension. Finally, you know, peer relationships get tough. It's awfully hard to have your friends over to watch the game when your parents are there, too. It's awfully hard to have a date when you're 25 and you're living at your parents' house. These are sticky problems. So let's think about some solutions. Um, not that they're easy, but there are some. As I said, you know, we, we got to find a way to actually talk with them as adults. You know, what's the world about? How much do you want to make? What do you want to do in life? Um, how can you get there? You know, we need to talk with them about where the money goes. I mean, how many, how many kids know how to make a budget? How many kids know what it costs to go to the supermarket or pay for gas or pay for rent? It might be a really important thing for them to learn something about practical finances. And we have to help them think about career flexibility. I mean, they all can't be investment bankers, you know, coming right out of the box. I mean, if they want to go into business, they can't do that. They may have to go back to school, which is a default that many kids will do. But then they have to decide, what do I really want to go back to school for? And helping them brainstorm what they really want to do with their lives is really important. I think we also need to help them make a timetable for themselves so that they can kind of meet certain deadlines and certain goals. And most importantly, I think we need to give them positive emotional support because just as you pointed out, this is a really big hit for them. I mean, you know, they were out on their own, and now they're living back home again, and I think they feel demoralized. So the bottom line, these kids come back home, and they don't always feel so great about it. They might do it for financial reasons. They might do it because they feel a little bit entitled. But what has to happen is the family and the kids have to all sit down and talk about it together. They have to acknowledge the reality. They have to teach themselves how to live in this new circumstance. I remember when I graduated, I slept on an air mattress in an apartment in San Francisco. That was it. The kind of mattress, actually, that you put in a swimming pool. I had no idea how to keep a budget. I ran out of money for food the first month. So that same lesson has to be taught for kids when they're living under your own roof. Right. And I think parents need to hear our own stories about our hard times, like when we were, you know, leaving college and when we had to, you know, waiter and waitress and make extra money. And, I mean, kids like to hear our own stories. It's harder now. I must say it's a lot harder now. You know, I think my kids like to hear my stories. Um, My daughter rolls her eyes, but my hope is that later she remembers them. Well, I think when they get farther along in college, the tables change, the tables turn, right? And then they'll start really thinking about life and what they want to do and how they want to do it. Sounds good to me. If anybody has any other questions or comments or concerns, please get in touch with us at www.pathtodream.org. I'm Gene Bereson. And I'm Steve Schlossman. 